Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Modern Grace. Living the Proverbs day by day for June 7th. Today's lesson from Proverbs comes from Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. This lesson is entitled, The Answer to Adversity. 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 5. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. From time to time, all of us must endure discouragement and defeat, and we sometimes experience life-changing personal losses that leave us reeling. When we do, God stands ready to protect us. When we are troubled, we must call upon God, and in His own time and according to His own plan, He will heal us. Are you anxious? Are you troubled? Take your troubles to Him. Does your world seem to be trembling beneath your feet? Seek protection from the one who cannot be moved. The same God who created the universe is the God who hears you cry out and holds you close and offers you peace. You are never alone. You can trust God to soothe your spirit and heal your hurts. My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers, June 7th, and it's entitled, The Greatest Source of Power. Now, in this particular uh, devotional, there's two words there that I, everyone hears and probably understands. I just wasn't real sure about them, so I went ahead and, let's go ahead and get these two knocked out of the way and understand what they are. Atonement and intercession. We'll start with intercession. Intercession is prayer on behalf of another and naturally arises from the instinct of the human heart, not merely prompted by affection and interest, but recognizing that God's relation to man is not merely individual, but social. Religion thus involves man's relation to his fellow man, just as in a man's position, intercession with that one on behalf of another is a common incident, becoming in the development of society the function of appointed officials. Atonement, that's a little easier here to understand, and it's wonderful. Atonement covers all sins, intentional, unintentional, heinous, or trivial. Our uh, scripture starts with John chapter 14, verse 13. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. Am I fulfilling this ministry of intercession deep within the hidden recesses of my life? There is no trap nor any danger at all of being deceived or of showing pride in true intercession. It is a hidden ministry that brings forth fruit through which the Father is glorified. 
Am I allowing my spiritual life to waste away or am I focused bringing everything to one central point, the atonement of my Lord? Is Jesus Christ more and more dominating every interest of my life? If the central point or the most powerful influence of my life is the atonement of the Lord, then every respect or every aspect of my life will bear fruit for him. However, I must take the time to realize what this central point of power is. Am I willing to give one minute out of every hour to concentrate on it? If you abide in me, that is, if you continue to act and think and work from that central point, as John chapter 15 verse 7 says, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Am I abiding? Am I taking the time to abide? What is the greatest source of power in my life? Is it my work, service, and sacrifice for others? Or is it my striving to work for God? It should be none of these. What ought to exert the greatest power in my life is the atonement of the Lord. It is not on what we spend the greatest amount of time that molds us the most, but whatever exerts the most power over us. We must make a determination to limit and, and consecrate, excuse me, concentrate our desires and interests on the atonement by the cross of Christ. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. The disciple who abides in Jesus is the will of God, and what appears to be his free choice, choices are actually God's foreordained decrees. Is this mysterious? Does it appear to contradict sound logic or seem totally absurd? Yes, but what a glorious truth it is to a saint of God. Streams in the Desert for June 7th. Our scripture is Job chapter 35, verse 10. Where is God my maker, who gives songs in the night? Do you ever experience sleepless nights, tossing and turning and simply waiting for the first glimmer of dawn? When that happens, why not ask the Holy Spirit to fix your thoughts on God, your maker, and believe he can fill those lonely, dreary nights with song. Is your night one of bereavement? Focusing on God often causes him to draw near to your grieving heart, bringing you the assurance that he needs the one who has died. The Lord will assure you that he has called the eager, enthusiastic spirit of your departed loved one to stand with the invisible yet liberated living and radiant multitude. And as this thought enters your mind, along with the knowledge that your loved one is engaged in a great heavenly mission, a song begins in your heart. Is your night one of discouragement or failure, whether real or imagined? Do you feel as if no one understands you and your friends have pushed you aside? Take heart. Your maker will come near to you, 
and give you a song, a song of hope, which will be harmonious with the strong resonant music of his providence. Be ready to sing the song of your maker, the one that he imparts to you. What then shall we sit idly down and say, the night has come, it is no longer day. Yet as the evening twilight fades away, the sky is filled with stars, invisible to day. The strength of a ship is only fully demonstrated when it faces a hurricane, and the power of the gospel can only be fully exhibited when a Christian is subjected to some fiery trial. We must understand that for God to give us songs in the night, he must first make it night. Psalm 16, 7 through 11. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my whole body rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. <laughs> 